and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we talk about every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and, and just like that. Except today. Except for this episode. <laughs> today is a special episode, one that you guys have been begging for, um, and we are so happy to talk about it. We are going to talk about Gilmore Girls. Are you going to introduce me? <laughs> oh, I didn't even introduce myself. I am the host, Samantha Bush, and of course, my co-host is Chris Lewis. Hello. La, la. Hi, are you excited to talk about Gilmore Girls? La, la. I'm so excited. <laughs> There's nothing I love more yeah. than talking about Gilmore Girls. Go, Every follow. time we're talking about that shit show Sex in the City, I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah, we could be talking about our, our GGs. The real girls. Like, when I say girls, I'm our talking girls. about the Gilmore Girls. I... This is my favorite show of all time. Same. There's no show I love more. Like, there's no show I love more. Every time it's on, Danny goes, "What show?" I watch is this? an episode I go, every day. You sh-? I go, "Will you shut?" Oh, up? I have to tell you, like, a I get story about men in cranky. Sex in the City. So I'm sorry, in Gilmore Girls. Oh, please. I shout out to my friends Max and Dennis. I love them so much. They were my closest guy friends in college, and I spent a whole like weekend at their apartment, hungover. And when I tell you they let me get through, like, two episodes of Roni, several episodes of Real Ho- I'm sorry, uh, America's Next Top Model, Gilmore Girls is on for 30 seconds. And they were like, it's gotta go. I can't. What It was like, whatever frequency was coming out of the TV, it was like, <laughs> it was hurting their ears. It was like, handle. no! Women! Danny was like, what is this? Like, he was so confused. They start short-circuiting. I'm like... Wh- I'm like I go, it's about a mother and daughter, like, multi-generational family. Like, what do you mean? Well, so, Chris, what was your introduction to Gilmore Girls? Like, when did you find it? When did it find you? It found me through a friend in high school who really, really loved it. And I think only the first season, the second season must have been airing. I can't remember back then Mm -hmm. because it wasn't like... I feel like that was the days when, like, there was a bigger lag in DVDs. Like, it wasn't, like, before the second season, the first one's going to come out. So I want to say he might have been on season three when I started. And I was watching season one, or season two was ending. And she would only loan me a disc of season one at a time. Because she was like, I can't give up my whole box. And I was like, and honestly, in retrospect, I'm like, good decision, girl. I would never. Um, and yeah. I just turned that first episode on, and when that DVD screen came together and those janky uh, effects when Lorelai when Lorelei and Rory would like slide from each side of the screen yeah. and meet in the middle, and it was the first season, so it was that perfect autumnal orange, the box and the DVD. Um, mm-hmm. I'll never the, forget the DVD like screen, and I clicked it on and mm-hmm. saw pilot and saw Lorelai say, "Coffee, please, Luke, please, Luke, please." I said, I'm in. That's all How about you? You're hooked. I started watching it with my mom and then my dad, too, like every week. It was like our show that we would watch every, I think it was Tuesday. And did you feel like a Rory night? shuffled between a Christopher and a Lorelei? No. <laughs> I did not relate to Rory. Or were you more of that? At pig that Luke that um what's his name Kirk gets in the revival shuffled between him and Lulu no I 
I just related to the relationship and the closeness between Lorelai and Rory. I didn't necessarily ever relate to Rory because she's like a scholar and organized. And you've and never a had a scholarly thought in your life as we know. Never. Not a one. So, you know, I just really, really loved their relationship. And that's really what got me and my mom hooked. And we have a very close knit relationship. And is your dad also your Lorelai? No. Is he your Luke? No. He's like your Richard. No. He's like just bumbling through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's my he's Richard. He's your Mrs. Kim. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually. But, you know, I just, it was from the very beginning. It was like a random Tuesday. We were flipping through the channels. It was like, I think it, I don't think it was the pilot that we saw for the first time. I, I think it was like the second episode or third episode. Yeah, I caught up quickly, and then I watched it live mm-hmm. until the very end and waited mm-hmm. with breath that was baited for, mm-hmm. oh God, now I can't even remember. Was it, like, was it 15 years since? But I can't remember the time gap between the finale of season seven and the original. It was 10 years. Yeah, between that and, and the, revival. the revival. Because Lorelai. It was 10. Because it was 2016. And but the show when the and yes, came and the out. show went off my freshman year of college, so the show probably mm-hmm. went off the air in two thousand seven because it started and mm-hmm. it started September two thousand six because I remember watching the first episode of season seven in my dorm with a friend and us both going, "This is not right." Like, we, luckily we the knew Amy Sherman Palladino had left. That wasn't. Like a secret, so I was at least it wasn't mm-hmm. like it turned on, and I was like, "Why is this show? What are these close-ups? Why is it so different? Why are like why is it shot different with close-ups? And they're they're playing the, the, the Gilmore Girls do not go play sports because they don't want to talk. That is a stupid conceit for this show. That would never happen. Yeah. Um. So we suffered through that. So you're probably right. It was somewhere between nine and ten years because it started. Mm-hmm. It it probably ended in 2007 and. Yes, the show came back November 2016, shortly after You Know Who took office. And Yeah, I remember my mom and I watched it during Thanksgiving. Kind of a gear shift break, emotionally like, in the month of November 2016. <laughs> like, the world flipped on its axis at that And moment. I was never, and I was no longer a child. Like, it was like, well, no, <laughs> my innocence is gone. It was bruh. Yeah, it was bad. It was, and then not a few yeah, weeks we later, know. I was waking up on Thanksgiving morn. Or no, it was the day after Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went to Thanksgiving dinner and like was like, I gotta go home because I have to get a good night's sleep, wake up at four AM and watch all of it in a row. And I emerged yeah. from my room and I was living with my roommate Noel at the time. And he looked at me and he said, What is wrong with you? And I said, I've been crying for a sustained six hours. Crying. Like, I can't tell you how much I cried. I cried from like, the it moment was to the... the black started where you saw fall and they start playing the quotes from the original series mm-hmm. right up until I'm pregnant. I Spoiler was alert. truly inconsolable. My mom had to pause it at one point and go, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not okay. Richard is no longer with us. I, you know, Emily and that scene with her and Lorelai. Oh, in like, the, in the kitchen? Like, oh. I watch it on YouTube once a that week. That got me. I cried during when um, the Life and Death Birthday I didn't cry there. Through. I was 
was crying, and I looked at my mom. Like, I don't that know is with one me. of the I was worst the whole- fucking scenes I've ever seen in the history of television. Actually, my dry, my eyes were dry as hell during that scene. I was crying because I was like, it "Feels I good to be back." I was like, "It feels." Seen Finn and Oh well uh, you know Fig. Colin and Finn are my baby boys. Colin. Finn could get it till it was gone. That raven haired king next to that <laughs> stout blonde moron, Logan Huntsberger. But we'll get into him oh, in a minute. Hey. Yeah. I just say we're all we touch on Logan. On, I, well speaking of gear shifts actually. So yeah. I uh, visited Michigan, as you know, and before I came to visit you this summer, I was with my friends Abby and Bree, and Bree is a huge Gilmore Girls fan, and she and I had had plans to watch Fall, the final installment of the original series, um, on one day where we were just, like, watching movies all day. <laughs> and speaking of gear shifts, mid-fall, we got the news that Ovro v. Wade had been overturned. <laughs> we were like, uh-oh, <laughs> like... So it's just like there are just gear shifts that happen when you're dealing with this Gilmore Girls revival. Yeah. It's like Trump's been elected. The we're watching world changes. <laughs> I was, but then after that, to find that news out and then to hear, follow me, Rory, follow me, Rory, whatever that fucking talking bird during that Life and Death Brigade. I'm like, so we're to believe that the Life and Death Brigade somehow got an animatronic bird have cleared the entirety of the streets of Stars Hollow, lit it in these mm-hmm. mystical, magical colors, hired actors yeah. to say crazy things to her, then show up, then they're fucking riding to New York City on the back of a truck like crazy people. The whole sequence is so batshit insane. Insane. And then her goodbye to them, like Wizard of Oz, oh, and I'll miss you most. I'm like, please, Get us out of here. This is not why I showed back up. If we wanted to do something fantastical, we should have gone to New York City. It should have been Lane, Paris, and my girls Madeline and Louise for a mm. night out on the town. That would have been something we I would have liked. I didn't need any of that life and death brigade shit, particularly after hearing Roe v. Wade had been overturned. You know, I didn't love it. Like, I didn't cry because I, I was loving it. I was crying because, like, I just... It was so nostalgic with nostalgic. all the people coming back. Well, like with Colin and Finn. Oh, although Colin coming Finn back, does... there was something about it. Chris Trump was just elected president. I was unwell. I don't know which of them has this joke in season five. I think Colin is the one I really like because he's the taller one. No, Finn is the taller one, I believe. Finn is the taller and one. He's drunk and he says, "Someone is screaming, shut up!" And he says, "God has spoken to me." And he says, "Shut up again," rather rudely. I love Finn, and I wish I... Rory had fucked Finn. Or um, Robert McGaldy. Remember him? From Pulp Friction, the guy she goes to the Tarantino oh, party yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. the like, cute little face. Mm-hmm. She's... I do remember yeah, him. I love Robert McGaldy, or whatever his name may have been. McGraldy? Giraldi. Girardi. Unclear. Girardi? Girardi Keys? Speaking of boyfriends, because we're not going to stay on this forever, we're going to try to keep this one in shape, although we're already over mm-hmm. schedule. <laughs> Let's chat about the boyfriends. And guys, forgive us if we chatted about this in our first Gilmore episode. It seems to have disappeared from the internet. And as we know, Gilmore Girls' opinions shift. So where do you stand? Let's start with Roy's boyfriends. Are you Are you a Dean? Are you a Jess? Are you a Logan? Are you a Marty? Are you a that professor from season seven who was hot? I am not a Marty. I was a Marty season Fucking first round. I hate that guy. 
I think everyone was like, oh, he's fine, naked guy. Oh, no, whatever. I was LOL, like Marty or bust. Like, at the fir- for the first six seasons of the show, I kept thinking, like, Marty's going to come back. We're going to circle back. I just found that, We're gonna I just found that to actor Marty. to be so cute, Wayne Wilcox. So cute. Um, All right, so. Okay, so the boyfriend. So Marty was my guy. But I, not my choice, but I liked Marty. I choose my choice. I choose my choice. Um, listen. I was team. I know. Praise yourself. Here we go. I was team Jess for so long. I mean, up up until like last year. I mean, like up until last year, I was team Jess till I die him in those sexy little Henley waffle teas. Like Mm. I Mm. Mm. don't talk about them too much. (laughs) It was it was delicious. That hot little body when he gets all wet when he's trying to close off for the sprinklers. Crazy man! Oh, Chris! I I can't tell you what that does to me. Still, I still find my limits. Just jumping off that bus to the Elvis Costello song, I thought a man is amongst us. Finally, listen. Let me be clear. Milo Ventimiglia is sexy as fuck and does it for me to this day. All right, go on with your bad take. People know where you're headed. Okay. But then I rewatched as a almost 30-year-old. And a dumb woman. I was like, and a dumb, and a big dummy. Go on. I I was like, he's a little too much of a rascal for me. He's not nice Excuse me? Well, no, please stop denigrating Jess and just talk about your fucking choice. Oh, you don't want me to get into? I don't like. No, Justin talk anymore. about your choice. If you see, this is what pe- this is what team I want to say to people who are not <laughs> Team Jess. They always feel the fucking need to throw Jess down because they can't defend their actual point. They're like, Jess did this, no, Jess I mean, did that. They can't simply defend their man. These, I can't. I, I don't even think I can finish. But I wanted this. to explain. Keep going. I I wanted to explain why I suddenly I, had this awakening. This is not awakening. how debate works. Defend, well, defend your work. choice. Choose your choice. You and don't need to knock mine down. I'm choosing, my choosing, my choice is I'm Team Logan. All right, why? Wholeheartedly. Why? I think he kept up with Rory. I think he was smart. I liked that he had some coin in his pocket. I like that he basically dragged her for filth and was I like, she you a gold really aren't that different. What? You're a gold digger. I'm not a gold digger. I just think like it. It was. Um, I thought he was like refreshing for her and like opened up a new world for her. And I, I mean, you know, she's she's not an angel. No, she's no angel. She's no angel. And I liked Logan and his tight little butt. And I also liked when he dragged her and was like, "You're not as different as you think you are from all of us." I loved that. I was horny when he said that. Humbled. So you'd like Rory to fall to the lowest common denominator. Okay, let's actually talk about a good man. <laughs> so the reason I am Team Jess Please. is because he is actually the person who introduced Look at your face, like, light up into the world. She, he's like when Eve ate the apple and introduced critical thought. Jess is the one who finally wasn't uh, taught her you don't have to follow everything your mother does. It's okay for you to miss your graduation to come to New York City and get turned on by my smoldering voice. 
he so he's smart he's her intellectual equal he's curious about the world he doesn't fall into the trap of simply supporting everything sh- she wants in her life i'm not gonna fucking dinner with your old ass grandma and eating salads with craisins in it fuck off he's the only person to ever get a spinoff from the show and of course that spinoff did not go but he was but giving he acting he's he giving body yaddy yaddy <laughs> In terms of just pure aesthetics, this is a visual medium. <laughs> he was both of Stars Hollow, but willing to critique it and leave it, which is what Rory ultimately wants to be in it, but out of it. Logan was never going to be at a town meeting. He was never going to mix it up with Miss Patty. Logan's an asshole. But I digress. I... Okay. Jess is also in the circular storytelling that Gilmore Girls seems to be obsessed with. Her clear match, because he is analogous to Luke. Logan is analogous to Christopher. And we'll get to him, because I've got some thoughts on Christopher. Oh, yeah. And I would say, if we're talking just basic chemistry, Alexis Bedell and Milo have the best chemistry of the boyfriends presented. First and foremost, Matt Zucri, love him as Cariagos on The Good Wife. When they kiss on this show, I want everybody to go look at it. His neck sticks out like a fat little turtle. Like, mmm. It's disgusting to look at. <laughs> Jess and Rory, I can, I mean, Rory and Dean, I can never figure out the fuck the mechanics of how that was working. That they were just, was... And then, I mean, think about that hot scene where they can't stop kissing and they almost get hit by cars. Remember the pure comedy of when they're running around the streets acting crazy when Rory's like, no, I win. I leave my town. And, just, she was and they're like, like just running around in one circle. That, to me, is comedy. There is no scene in which Logan and Rory are hanging out that is actually funny, giving you any laughs, any highs. The biggest thing that man ever gave us is the stupidest prank in the entire world when they all dress up in suits and then jump off a like four foot rig. It's like, what am I watching? She needed that though. She needed that to get her away from the Dino, the farmer. Okay, I am not saying again anything good about Dean, except I do think he's better than Logan. <laughs> and if we want to get into Logan's um morals. He's the one cheating okay. on his wife and like, his Ro- fiance in the second. Like um, Rory is the queen of morality. When she's with Jess, she gets closer to being moral. <laughs> Does she? Yeah. He's the only one who's not married when she fucks him. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, <laughs> and I will only say, and I love my girl Rory Gilmore. Rory. Mm. Lee Gilmore, I believe. Laura, no, it's Lorelai Lee. I cannot remember her middle name. I don't think we ever. No, we heard hear it during her graduation name. speech. It's Laura. They say, and your valedictorian, Lorelai something saw, Gilmore. I saw a really funny tweet um, where it was like a picture of like all or a gif or something of all of the townspeople crying when Rory graduates from Yale. They're like in this tent, and it was just like. Imagine being like another kid in this oh, town, yeah. like or ima- like no imagine else, being no one a gives kid a fuck about at you. Rory's high school graduation, and you have to listen to her wax poetic about her grandparents and her mother. I'd be like, "Bitch, this is like we don't know them." 
Yeah. I mean, granted, I love it. I mean, that so speech. do I, but in the mo- it works for, for the audience watching the show. But if I was right. the audience in that graduation, we have to, you know, if I was Paris, I would have turned around and be yeah. like, yeah, we don't know your mom. Uh, yeah. You know who I missed? I missed my little Tristan. You know what? Then actually, I got to rephrase this. Then my love interests are Jess, Tristan, Dean, mm. Marty, um, Logan uh, dies in some kind of strange fire. You hate Logan more than you hate Aiden. I hate Logan more than I hate Aiden. What? Yes, I discovered this. So I hate Aiden so much, but I do not skip episodes with him. I there are episodes of this show I can't watch because of Logan Huntsberger. He infuriates me. I think the performance wow. is bad from Matt Zucre, and again, I love him as Cariagos on The Good Wife. He's amazing on that show. I thought he looked gorgeous in the revival. When he's got his shirt off and they're in that crazy hotel. Oh my hot. god, those little abs. Not as hot mm-hmm. as when Jess is leering at Rory through the window. That is a gift for all time. Um, some of us mm-hmm. don't need to simply have good bodies to be hot. Although Milo happens oh milo's giving us everything but he's like i already bared ass on nbc i can't do it again on on netflix come on remember those thighs i mean you know i've always said thick thighs save lives there's no better part of a man to me maybe hands i love a leg oh hands are very important i feel like logan has bad hands he's got tiny little hands he's got that awful haircut never forget his growing array party where rory put slopped that dusty wig on her head and that bad accent Maybe you're right. So yeah, I'm Team Jess. After all that, I don't think. I think. I think you but I do Jess love Tristan. Right. I, I will say, I, I. And I, I have Tristan. always argued that a better arc for the show would have been. But of course, I believe One Tree Hill was still on. Had Tristan been mm-hmm. reintroduced in season five as a Yale as at Yale and became a more viable <gasps> love interest, which it almost feels like the show wanted to do that because. Because Logan but they couldn't is get him. kind of a Tristan-esque figure. And mm-hmm. if it had been fucking Tristan who was calling her captain and master and commander, which is like, LOL slavery. <laughs> and I've never seen that movie. I don't know if it's about slavery. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I, I assumed it was about a slave ship, but I, I thought it was about know. sail. I thought it was just about boats. Well, yeah, but I think there's something under the boat. You don't, you, don't you know? Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, but I never um, saw never it. saw it. Um, although I love Russell Crowe, uh, strange performance from um, him in that Thor movie. I really think that you just really opened my mind, you know, to me because I wasn't that far away from not like from my love of Jess. It was just last year that this has happened. Um, and well, yeah, I just I can't do Logan. I but if. If the show because had I been, really loved if Jess. it had been Tristan in season five, I honestly think Tristan would be my favorite boyfriend, because I do think there I are things about there are things about Logan and his story I really like, but ultimately I just don't mm-hmm. think Matt Zucre is a great um, conveyor of Amy Sherman Palladino language. It doesn't sound Gino's good writing. in his mouth. The, I think that's what it is. And, um, it's just not for me, you know. And if he'd run, instead it's of Master and Commander, you. imagine had Tristan returned in season five, she turns around and he's there calling her Mary again. Hot. That's so hot. Just saying. Let's talk about the men of Lorelei. 
We have to talk about this because I feel a lot of people discuss Rory at length and it's like we gotta talk about Lorelai. I think it's because Lorelai has more to discuss outside of just her love life. That's like true. we have her professional career, her her friendships with Suki and she has like a work life um, and mm-hmm. with that work life comes her professional life with Suki and my man Michelle. Michelle and ultimately she also has her reconciliation with her parents and I think that her relationship with them often feels a lot more weighted than her sexual relationships and I also think the problem is is that it's so clear from the beginning of the show she's going to be with Mm -hmm. Luke that there's less to Mm -hmm. like discuss it's not I don't know that the show ever really created another viable enough love interest to make you feel like oh well of course he could like uh, dethrone Be, Luke. It, there's not a team or a. There's no like. Right. Teams, like if you really. were on team, if you were really on team anyone other than Luke, it would, it would be like, well, does that even make sense? Because Lorelai's not on. Is she even on another team? Like, no, she's always been team um, Luke. Baby. But of course, we've got Christopher. We've got Max. We've got Luke. We've mm-hmm. got Jason. And am I forgetting someone? That guy. She. The coffee guy. That's a date. I mean, if we're gonna throw him in, we yeah, have to that throw in wasn't Don really a relationship. Too. Yeah. Oh, the dud. <laughs> Never have I seen John Hamm. Although I hate John Hamm. Yeah, I mean, he's so sexy, of course, and never, you know, John's Hamm was quite a thrill for me back it. in like the Tumblr days, you know. That I mean, when that was discovered, I remember there was and like... when his dick was simply tweeting. What a time to be alive. <laughs> When what we used to have fun on the internet. Now if mm, John Hamm's dick was tweeting, everyone would be like, you're sexualizing him. This is not good. It'd be like, I think we can have a man's dick tweet. I think he enjoys think it, good. by the way. He, yeah, he, I he think didn't his, want his, yeah. us to know how that thing is thing, and he could put some underwear on. I mean, did you watch the Tommy Lee and Pam show where the dick talked? I am aware that the dick's voice was Jason Manzoukas. <laughs> I did not watch one frame of that show. It literally. Had I know. Talked. Do you know? I love Jason Manzoukas. It was horrible. He's one of my secret crushes. Well, not so. Secret and it's anymore. also not a secret. Had you asked me, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm very attracted to him." So let's go through her boyfriends because I just hope I'm remembering them all. So Max, I think you are we've got Max in season one. Christopher, Christopher, kind of Jason, Luke, and that yeah, that's, that's it. it. Those are mm-hmm. her four. Mm-hmm. So she does also have one more than Rory. Although Rory gets mm-hmm. um, the Wookiee. She gets... Yeah, she does. So it's like I said, it's hard to be anyone other than Team Luke. But I am always Team Christopher. If only because the chemistry between David Sutcliffe and Lauren Graham is off the charts. Hot, 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 as that kid said from that... um. Lifetime movie about syphilis. Did anyone see that but me? What? You know, <laughs> do you know not know that movie? There's that, um, I think it's called, um, oh God, it's about like, does, it's about syphilis? Does no one else do, do you know? I'm also asking this like there's more than, you're asking it like there they're are listening, more pers- like this is a live audience. This call. Everybody, can you jump in from the green room? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> hold on, lifetime is, I want to say it's called Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life, but that is the one that was about um, a kid with porn addiction. Lifetime movie about syphilis. 
hold on there. She's too young. And why why was he saying hot hot because hot? He, no, this is not good because I, I don't know that this character, the brother, had a dev- developmental issue. I've not seen the movie in some time. I don't think he did. But at one point, all the like sexy uh-huh. teenage girls are talking to the little brother and they're like, do you think cheerleaders are hot? And then the camera cuts to him and he just goes, hot, hot, hot. And whenever he sounds like a freak. every time I think of someone being hot, I just think, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Such specific and callback. that is, guys, how my mind it. works. That's really something. Yeah, speaking of Gilmore Girls, in season seven, there's that episode where Lorelai's talking about how her brain burks and she goes through that long monologue that it just ends monkey, monkey, underpants. And sometimes I do really think that's how my brain works, which is just like, <laughs> I need it. I need this. I wanted this. Should I watch Casablanca? Casablanca. It's such a good movie. Monkey, monkey, underpants. That... That is literally you. I also have a Paulinka. Like, Ruby is my Paulinka. She's scared of everything. Dumb as a box of She's rocks. very particular. She's very particular about the bowls she eats out of. Like, we do have a Paulinka moment, like, once, once And I a day. was so glad Paulinka was still with us in the revival. The yeah. dog? Is that the same dog? Still named Paulanka. I don't know that she's Barbara Streisand in that dog. And if she was, I think they would make it a reference. I mean, I... No, like I... Like, if Lorelai is getting the same dog and naming it Paulanka a la Barbara Streisand... No, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that was the same dog. I don't think it would... No, the dog is still Paulanka in the revival. I know, but is it the same no, real No, of course dog? it's not the same real dog, you idiot. But within the context of the show, we're meant to believe that... <laughs> That's what I thought you were no, saying. No, of course not. But within the context... I was like, I think that dog had In context dead. of the show, we are to believe that this is the same Paulinka. Paulinka still alive. Um, and and okay. I love their relationship. <laughs> There's one moment in the revival, I think it's after Miss Celine comes in, who is my favorite side character. Celine. She yeah. and Luke leave. She sits on the couch and plays with Paulinka and just whispers, "You're the only one who understands me." And it's just such a nice window into like Lorelai's how playful she is, constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now back to her love life, which is where yeah. this all started. Before I quoted, she's too young. Yeah, the Lifetime movie about Does syphilis. Am know about the big S is the other classic line from that movie. <laughs> Oh, the classic that classic lines. line from that that um AI Fi top films of all time. She's too young. Guys, get into oh it and God. bringing it back to Gilmore Girls. Lorelai loves Lifetime movies as much as I do. She does. She loves a she loves a trashy. She, one of the great trash things trash about movie. Gilmore Girls pop culture, they always extol high and low culture. You can love mm-hmm. the highest of the high and just complete garbage. Do you yeah. think Lorelai watches Real Housewives? I do. I she'll just she'll do. take it down like a just a sleeve of thin mints. Oh, yeah, like I did with those cookies. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. If you don't want to mention where our break was, it's because you were about to pass out. <laughs> having a little episode. All right, so we've got Christopher. Um, do you like Christopher and agree about the chemistry? I love Christopher. I love Christopher. He's obviously got his issues. They He's all a horrible do. Father. And I think <laughs> horrible. horrible person. Um, just- 
Remember, I I love nothing more but than that episode, the hundredth episode, Wedding Bell Blues, Emily and Richards, when he's just drinking and cor- they keep cutting to him in corners, like drinking, like menacingly and looking like I'm gonna. <laughs> and he's like yelling at Luke. I'm Rory's and father. Luke gets like Laurel, really. Well, he's our kid. Yeah. And then of course Lauren Graham delivers the line I think every morning: "Get some coffee, Christopher." <gasps> and then she goes, "You we're and I, done. we're done." Best ending of the show. And she looks beautiful. I love that dress. I don't um, care for the pink for wrap. Like, it's Lorelai's never not covering her shoulders. I don't remember and the wrap. She puts it on after. She's got, like, a little wrap on. And I'm like, can this woman not be in a blazer or a wrap? She's like... They, you know, they love her in a blazer and a boot. And I'm like, and the, that look I love and is so classic Lorelai that when I see people wearing, I'm like, they've got the Lorelai on. It's just like, let's just have her in a dress. Mm. I don't need to see her in this coat. Yeah, she's not a Kyle Richards. She doesn't let the shoulders. I need her out. Let's shoulder. get her body to the people. So we agree on Christopher. What did you think of Max Medina? Max Medina. <laughs> nice guy. But no a dud. dick energy. Not a single thing going on there. And yeah, I very also few people hate have no that dick fucking energy. St- I hate the story he tells when Lori interviews him about his middle name and how his mom would go to the butcher. Oh, I, or when he wanted that's to be why a his clown. Name is, yeah, that's the one. And he's like, my middle name is Arturo. Like, shut he's up. Shut loser. up. He is such a fucking loser. And he's like, you know, I dated this woman, Diane. I'm so glad he California. She's like dork steps again in the revival. I know. I'm glad they gave us a little spotlight to my um, man. But Jason. I do love... One of the things I love in the first season is that the, with the episode where they tucker Max out when his first night to spend the night mm-hmm. and the idea that Lorelai and Rory are partners and he can't keep up, then mm-hmm. cut to the final episode of The Revival and Rory is sleeping and Luke and Lorelai are in the kitchen eating pizza and it's as if it is shows that Lo- Luke has really replaced Rory as Lorelai's mm-hmm. partner. I, I have like tears and chills in my eyes now even thinking about it and how beautiful the idea that she's finally found that in Rory leaving the home she's finally been able to create space for this man and it's just really wonderful and I, I love Luke. I love and He's Luke. such a great I think representation of a good guy who just has a few flaws like he, mm-hmm. yes, he has a secret daughter, and that's wild enough. But really, I, I don't even want to. Yeah, talk I'm not. About yeah, I'm April. not. We're not going down the Nardini route. We're not talking about the Nardini girls. Yeah, fuck those Nardini girls. That's like the. I was gonna say the Skinamax version of Gilmore Girls, but I meant like. <laughs> I meant like the like we dropped down the tree and hit every branch and fell on like just the janky bird. The Nardini. I the Nardini, fucking hated the Nardini that. Gals. It's like nobody wants. To yeah. See, nobody watching that show. No. That's the show that didn't get that. greenlit. That's the beanie. No, 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 no. Don't don't say that. <laughs> I will not have the beanie stands in our mentions. I don't think there are any. Uh, no, there are, and I've seen them in Leah's mentions. And you know where they really are on that um, mm. what's that app you love? TikTok. They're really up in people. They're really they on love. that TikTok. They're so fucking scary. They're, I'm scared of the bean, the beanies or whatever the fuck, the beanie babies. I'm terrified of them. <laughs> I'm scared of tree huggers and barbs. Oh my god, the, the barbs. 
Oh, no, that's true. I, I don't even like to invoke, though. No, I don't. Um, I love Luke. Like you said, he's flawed, but he's got such a good heart, and he's so consistent with Lorelai. Like, he just loves her. He accepts her for who she is. He thinks she's fucking nuts. But, but he's just bad at communication. He, he loves... And opening yeah. up and sharing. And I... But that never overshadows his responsibilities in some ways. I just think he's mm-hmm. such a great representation of how you can write a good character who still has flaws. Which, by the way, I think is kind of a great thing about Gilmore Girls overall. Which is why I am not mm-hmm. one of those people, sorry to my friend Jen, who thinks Rory is complete trash. I think Rory is just a human person who makes mistakes. Yeah. Now, are her mistakes quite shocking at times? Yeah. They but are. I love her so much. Now we gotta get but into that's kind before of... we move on. Yeah. A little man named Digger. You want what do you wanna say? I hate him. I love him. I love him. Love love love. Don't him. like one thing about him. <laughs> Actually that's not true. Him. I love the performance. Oh, He's, Incredible. Like he is, every single thing he does is diametrically opposed to what I want from a man. I That love disgusting him. I dog. Think he's so funny. Oh, the one that a little to the left? That's so annoying. I think it's so quirky, so funny. I like how crazy he is. He is like, I like that he matches Lorelai's energy. Thing, I like, don't very think that fast. is very true. People say, people love to say that. Like, he's the male Lorelai. Lorelai, I don't think he's the male Lorelai. There would never be a show about Jason Styles. He's an unhinged maniac showing up in no, her inn opening. Like, think... I think it's charming to just sit here. Oh, get out! That, I hated that. I hated that. But I don't Suing think Richard? he's the male Lorelai. But I do think they have similar banter styles and energy. <sighs> no, that's and Christopher. He's... I also think it's Jason Styles. I like that he's someone from Lorelai's past. Like she grew up. Yeah, with no, him. we all love the joke umlauts. I, I love it. I think he's hilarious. I think he's good on his I, I, Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's great at the Amy Sherman Palladino like, vibe. Joke. I just really dislike the character of Jason Styles. Not enough to skip okay. his episodes. That, that fucking episode where they're running through that grocery store looking for like snow cones and shit. I'm like, this is so disgusting to me. I, I thought it was so funny. Like they go to the Chinese restaurant She's like, this is yeah, weird. He, well, who wants he doesn't to want to order any restaurant? But then he doesn't. You're not in the restaurant. But then he, but then he doesn't want to eat the fast food. And then she's like, "You're really annoying." Like, I just thought it was funny. I mean, Maybe I, I don't like I'm, men with I think food it, issues, which I don't. Although, I hold on, not food issues. I want everyone to have their own journey with food and their bodies. You mean, I mean picky, picky eaters? Because I don't want. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I have food issues. I hate a picky eater. I hate. Picky I just I don't know. Jason's not for me. I like this. Throw the fuck robe. up. I you know I love that scene where Strobe comes over to the table and no, he like had, they have an exchange. Chris's dad. Oh, Strobe and Francine. Those are, are the Haytons. Or those... or Strobe, Jason's dad. No, Jason's dad has another word. Hold on, let me um close this window about she's too young and look this up. Digger Styles' parents. <laughs> Floyd and uh, Floyd. Floyd. Floyd yes, yeah, Strobe and Francine are Christopher's parents. Are yeah. Christopher's. Okay. And uh, if you um, know his dog's name was Cyrus. Oh, it was Cyrus. A little to that, the left. Gross. Um, I like 
that scene where he comes over, his dad comes over to the table at that benefit and they have an exchange and Lorelai was like, oh, like, do you know him? And he was like, yeah, that's my dad. And she's like, what? That scene also includes it was such a cold one scene. of my most quoted Gilmore Girls lines that I use, that I've only ever used once truthfully, but that I do say a lot. We're going to make out in the coat room. Don't eat my chicken. You also, what is the scene that she says, like, me, kitten? Me, kitten? Yeah. Yeah, it's you love when, saying that. It's when she yells at Michelle when he is... Go- Michelle, I guess, has gone to California and won that RV, and it gets delivered on the day that they want to take the photo, and she screams at him. Yes. And then he's mad of her, yeah. and then he's afraid of her. And then Suki says, I think he's scared of you. And her response is, me, kitten? Yeah. When- now That's that one is. I do use in reference when people I've been told, oh, someone's mad at you or someone's someone's afraid of you. How could anyone be afraid of me, kitten? Yeah, it's amazing, iconic. Yeah, much like dirty. She loves a dirty. Um, so those are Lorelai's love interests. Clearly, we're Team Luke, but we have affection. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say for all of them, but well, between the two of us, we have affection for all of them except Max Medina. Yeah, I Max can't do is Max. Just a Although I will say I loved Max when I was a kid and I first watched the show. I thought he was wonderful. It's only as an mm-hmm. adult that I'm like, this man is weird. First of all, who proposes weird. not only over the phone, but on voicemail? I don't think that gets discussed enough. We get caught up in the yellow da- yellow daisies. This motherfucker mm-hmm. left someone a voicemail. Look, and was like, mm-hmm. yep, I I love you, Lorelai Gilmore, and I know this to be true. Wonderful line, you say that in person. Yeah, I hate that so fucking much. I just think he's such like a bluff. But I do love the season one finale like, when they run together and when they run, when they meet each other in the middle and are happy again. I love you, you yeah. idiot. Yeah, Aurora. Maybe I do love Dean, and maybe I love Max. <laughs> Shut up. No, you don't. All right, let's chat for no. quickly about Emily and Lorelai's relationship, which is, to me, really the core relationship of the show. And what made the revival so beautiful, we've healed that generational mm-hmm. trauma. And what I love about it... Oh, wait, actually, I apologize. We have to go back to Lorelai and talk about one thing. And shout out to my friend Bree. What the fuck's going on with two things? Lorelai's weird celibacy... I don't care for it as an adult watching the show to look like Lauren Graham to be that beautiful and to think that she had sex with four men in her life that's upsetting do we know that? so she clearly slept with Christopher and then when she starts dating right. Max she she alludes to she does like that it's been like a, I think she has a line about living like the flying nun or something and yeah. she's alluded to like no man has ever met Rory or slept over and so I'm like I mean so yeah it, it does kind of seem that way then I don't know I guess actually she slept with the dad from Twilight remember him they went fishing yeah I, so five yes. guys that, but that's still not enough not for if you're looking like Lauren Graham you should and be look, getting I it whenever you want a girl of men in Stars Hollow well this is a fun question who we fucking in Stars Hollow who should Lorelai have had sex with that wasn't Luke who she would ultimately Maury he would be such a tender lover and really? honestly until we saw Kirk's chest I was fine with him <laughs> Kirk's belly <laughs> no I, I don't want I do think that out. there must be something going on there should we cut this I <laughs> 
I don't know, guys. You know what we're talking about? That scene where they're with no. the town elders. It's um, it's a shock. I hate it, and I that. hate the town elders. It's like, okay, this isn't like a Marvel movie. There aren't weird men in robes who are making decisions about the town. Yeah, maybe she I should really have fucked Mr. Like Twickham. Bootsy, old man Twickham. I fucking hate. I Bootsy. love Bootsy. He's no, maybe I do like Bootsy. Bootsy is the newspaper guy. Who do Andrew. I hate? I don't think I like yeah. Andrew. Everybody hates Andrew. I think I might actually fuck the mu- the the musician. Who? Oh, the town troubadour. Sorry, the town troubadour. for some reason when you said musician, I couldn't let that into my heart. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, you mean the town troubadour? The town troubadour. Um, he's gorgeous. Gorgeous, and I like that he plays. The I guitar. don't love that because you know he pulled that thing out like right, like as soon as he got. Yeah, but he's good at it. So I, it's okay. I don't want any man playing a guitar to me ever. It's disgusting. I don't fully disagree. Um, and then the other thing that Brie wanted us to bring up is the insane storyline yeah. where after Luke and Lorelai have sex when they've been in New York, and she thinks she's pregnant the next day. Because she wanted to eat an apple. So this is a grown woman who simply has no understanding of reproductive. Like, Also a woman who's been pregnant before. I guess one could argue she was 15, 16 when she was, she was I mean, she might have been pregnant when she was 15. She definitely gave birth when she was 16. So, so maybe she wasn't that clued in to, like, what was going on there. But wow, to simply think you could be pregnant the day after I mean, I guess you. Yeah, that's pretty it's dumb. Like, it's just like, I guess you could think like, oh, she's like, I ate an apple happened. and I gotta take a pregnancy test. It's like, ma'am. But also, you wouldn't be able to tell yeah, that early. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? If anything, just go take a morning after pill. <clears throat> Did they exist then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I'm only sharing this fact because I just found it out this summer. If the morning after pill does not work for larger women and it does work in the same way. You got to be careful about that. I just learned that this summer. Wow. Yeah. I don't think it's talked about enough that it has, that it is, that it doesn't work with overweight people. Like you need to be, it is designed for certain body types, I guess, and hormones. And I think people don't know that. And that's not great. That 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 no, a that it's really made bad. that way and b that that information is not out there more. So that's mm-hmm. just a PSA about the morning after pill. It needs to be fixed. Thank you, and, Chris. And um, that information should be more widespread. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for getting that information and out on, there. And on the only platform I've got this podcast. Yeah. So what do you think of Emily I mean, and Lorelai's relationship? It's complicated, complex, beautiful. Um, beautiful. Emily, so fragile. Just sometimes, it's a fragile ecosystem. Oh no, I was just saying Emily be... in general. I think she's so fragile and wanting of just love. And mm-hmm. honestly, I have to say, Lorelai is such a fucking bitch to Emily all the time. Oh, she's terrible. And I to know, her. and I think it's great terrible. because we do revert to our old younger selves when we're with our parents. And so I think we have to give a little grace to Lorelai that if I was also entering my childhood home that had trauma in it every Friday, like had those two parents, I might also start behaving like a bratty 16 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also to see your daughter have such a beautiful relationship with her grandparents. And live that kind of through her is probably really I hard. Think, yeah. Like I just rewatched that episode where Rory goes golfing with Richard, and she quite and likes Lorelai, it. 
Yeah, and Lorelai gets jealous because she's like, I wish I had that with my parents. And that's That's like, their first fight about the, the sweater. Mm-hmm. Well, yours are, you're bigger. Yeah, your boobs are bigger than mine. <laughs> you're being yeah. crazy. Well, you're bigger. Yeah. Um, I love that scene. And I also think just in general, I would imagine being a parent, like being a parent, it's hard to simply understand that grandparent to grandchild is just a different relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And if we ever do get a revival, I'd, I'd honestly only want it if somehow Emily's still alive, but we flashed a little bit so that the child is old enough for for to have put some sort of strain on the relationship between Lorelai and Rory so that we almost have Lorelai as, as, an as some kind of Emily figure. Like if the route that Rory had chosen to, like say Rory chooses to raise her kid completely differently than Lorelai raised her. Mm-hmm. And then they have a good relationship and something's been strained between Lorelai and Rory because of how Rory chose to raise her little Gilmore girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to see her have to reckon like, shit, I've become an Emily in this situation and then have to deal with that. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever get another revival? I don't want one. I don't, I can't imagine us getting one. I can't imagine us getting one. I, and you know, like time is a bitch and Kelly Bishop is getting older. Not that she's still not working. She's on Mrs. Maisel. She was great in that Halston show. She's still got that perfect voice. But if she was to pass... I have no desire to see Gilmore Girls without Emily Gilmore. It was no, it was hard enough without Richard, but bearable because at the end of the day, I care about the three Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. I don't got my Emily. We we ain't got a show. I can't even talk about it. Like I can't. That makes me so sad. Like to think of a Gilmore. Like Girls I don't want to see Gilmore. a story in which we are dealing with Lorelai and Rory dealing with Emily's death. I just don't think we have a show there. Um, Emily just has so many funny, biting comments. I just quoted like, her yesterday. That, that kill me. She's like, when she, um, when they're at the Harvard-Yale game, and she looks at Lorelai and Rory, and she's like, if you're just going to sit there, then I should give you a, um, something in, like, a tip cup. <laughs> or Like, she's just funny. I think it's Rory's... It's either Rory... I think it's her 21st birthday party. So I think it's season six and people show up early. And she says, horrible, tacky people. Why don't you just show up the night before and ask to spend the night? Which is how I think of every early guest. It's like... Yeah, you never show up early. I show up... Well, for a party, you should be 15 minutes late, I think. But Mm -hmm. for something you're supposed to be on time for, like a dinner party, at the dot, it said to show up. Don't, yeah. don't, but don't, don't come unless you're like a dear friend and you've been invited to help out. Don't nobody want to see you one second earlier than they said on that invite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. One of my favorite Emily scenes and Lorelai is when Lorelai comes over and Emily's gardening in the backyard and Lorelai just says, I just <gasps> came to hang. And it's yeah. after, I believe it's after the cotillion where it's come out that Richard and Lo- Emily are really having a lot of problems and he hates his mm-hmm. job, and Emily and R- Richard does have one of my favorite lines. He says, "To hell with society!" And then he looks over and looks at a table and says, "Yes, I'm talking about you." <laughs> they just have so many, and of course, the airplane scene in season six where she says, "Let me be frivolous, won't you?" And Lorelai leaves mm-hmm. and says, 
something along the lines of you didn't lose Rory she wasn't ever supposed to be with you and you didn't lose me yeah and then she buys Luke and Lorelai Luke and Lorelai a house and Lorelai's like it's never gonna happen and that's I think I don't thank god we got that revival because if I'd had to live with them in that goddamn tent saying goodbye is the last scene between Lorelai and Emily I would have been so upset you know what I you know what line really gets me and it's a line between Richard and Emily there's two of them and one of them is obviously when he's in the hospital and she's like I let me go first and he's like okay you can go first that one gets me really good but then another one that just breaks my heart is when she feels very disconnected from him and that he's not paying attention to her and she goes what do you think about the apples and he goes oh i've always loved those oh yeah and like she just the very them. end of the that, episode, that scene of, crushes me that season four scene in a mall because season yeah it's like either season three or four i think yeah. it's four um it might actually be five me but I don't know. But it's definitely oh, yeah. seen in a mall because she buys the apples while they're at the mall with in the mall episode. Yeah, like she just goes. I crazy. love when they're in the car after Rory's birthday party and stars Hollow in season one, and she says, "I don't know my daughter at all," and he doesn't even really know how to reply. And of course, when yeah. she feeds her the gross food on the the toast when she's taking care of her mm-hmm. when she's like throwing her back out. I mean, there are a million. Yeah. Rory and I mean Lorelai and Emily scenes and one thing I really love and I just watched a little bit of the revival towards the end is that when she comes to Stars Hollow she puts on Rory's shoe she puts on Lorelai's sneakers then she's putting on sneakers the last time you see her in the revival to go and teach that whaling course she's sneak she's putting on white sneakers and it finally hit me like oh she's finally learning in some way if she can't integrate Lorelai into her life and they'll only see each other for two weeks at Christmas which is probably a right amount of time for them she can at least mm-hmm. in some way incorporate the lessons and the things that learning from Lorelai have given her into her new life that's outside of uh, Hartford society so go yeah. back and watch her put those sneakers on guys it's really beautiful I sobbed that sounds really beautiful what's your favorite episode <sighs> You know, it changes with every rewatch, honestly. Like, of course, there's, like, the tried and true, like, Tisket and Natasket. Really? Or... I mean, I like that one, but it's... I love the Bracebridge Dinner. Oh, I dinner. love the Bracebridge Dinner, but I would never put a Tisket love... and Tasket near my top. I love I mean, it's got good Jess stuff. He's got a great code There is one... quite right and tight. I can't remember like the name of the episode, but it's the episode where Richard goes to Rory's school oh, and does the... That episode, that to me is like when people are like, I can't watch like um, the comeback. It's too cringy. I feel that way about him. Like when he's at the... When you mean when he's helping it's them really tense with the business it's class. It's really tense. And he yeah. yells at um, mm-hmm. Charleston, Headmaster Charleston. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. Too much. But so that's too much for me. But then the end gets me because that's when Dean is sitting on Lori, their porch. She likes and he's Jess, like, doesn't she? She likes Jess, doesn't she? Yeah, who wouldn't? That's you know, good. one thing, just not before I give my favorite, so some of my favorite episodes, I love Lorelai's impersonation of Dean. At one point, she's like, oh, like, tell me like Rory they're like that's that episode acting and she says like Mm -hmm. oh how's my hair this that cool right side not so cool yeah impersonations are awful I love her Uh, so much what a queen 
Lauren Graham. <sighs> the, the fact that Alexis Bledel has an Emmy and Lauren Graham doesn't is sick to me. But I would say, I mean, in my top episodes would definitely be Rory's Two Birthdays from season one. I could watch that episode that again one. and again and again. Um, mm-hmm. I love, love, I mean, who doesn't love They Shoot Gilmore's Don't They, the dance episode. Oh, love Perfect that episode. I already mentioned earlier Wedding Bell Blues, which is the 100th episode with the vowel renewal. Um, kind of a perfect ending. And um, one of my favorites is also the season six finale. And I know people don't love it, but I, I just think it's some of the best writing partings. Um, and it's Lauren Graham's best work in the show when she goes into the diner and begs Luke to go to come to Maryland and so that they can get married. And she says, I can't wait anymore. And she has this one line where she says, but I love you, Luke. I love you. You're going to make me cry right now. so (laughs) good. You know what makes me sob? What? I think, I think you know. When Rory and Lorelai reunite. Uh, the prodigal daughter returns. The only reason I can't love that episode is also the introduction of April. <laughs> so. Ugh, I hate that fucking kid. But I love but that. that you know, kid, when she says, um, I love you, mom. Oh, kid, you have no idea. And they're oh, hugging and the, cam- the, the camera swirling around them. That was, t- I think, I always remember their fight in season six as lasting like three episodes. It's a hard it's, 12 weeks we had to go through before they came back together. And I remember ugly crying time. watching that live. I know. I It really got me in the good. Like, it makes me tear up. Yeah, I love I love that one. Oh, and of course I love, I believe the episode is called, and I'm going to pronounce the word wrong, I think it's called Let Me Hear Your Balalaikas Ringing Out, and it's the episode, I believe that is the episode with the the um, USO party and Ro- Emily say <gasps> to Shira. I love that one. So you crushed that girl. Yes. And what old that is so good. Re- Emily with Shira Huntsberger is like, and you know my man. You know Mitchum Huntsberger is my king. He never told no lies. He was reading Logan and Rory for filth. He really was. He was not playing games. Do you think Alexis Padel is a good actress? No. I do. Why do you set me up <laughs> like that? I just think sometimes she's in a different show than you want her to be in. Like what? No, Chris, she's a not a okay, good actress. Look, I think, and don't everybody come for me. I think she's a better actress in the beginning of the seasons. I don't I really know what happens I think she's doing some of her best way. work towards the end. She's giving us unhinged comedy. I'm sorry, if you don't laugh at the therapist scene, it's meant to be cringy and bad. It is, but I just think... <laughs> but I love coffee! It, <laughs> it's like, what's happening? I just, something just happens to her for me... Like past season four, where the it just goes off the fucking rails That's with her with the, the acting. point, Yolanda. But the acting doesn't need to be bad. I don't think it is. <laughs> I think she's just giving a stylized. She's giving us nineteen forties Howard Hawks. She's giving unhinged behavior and choices. But I will say she's absolutely stunning. stunning. I don't love that coat with stunning. that three fourth length um 
sleeve that like ends like right here on her. It's that brown kind of goldish coat she wears. I believe through all of season six, Doyle takes it from her at one point and wears it. It's one yes. of the ugliest pieces of clothing. You may hate Sarah Jessica Parker's quote coat. I hate that one. It haunts me in my dreams. It is, yeah, it's not good. Um, and you know, we gotta give a, our girl Paris. A shout I out. mean, Paris Gallard, Paris. lines on lines on lines. No, it's National Baptism Day, you idiot. Tired, I mean, there's tired no tubes. better joke machine in the history of television. Liza Weil, gorgeous, stunning. I, stunning. It, I'm so glad that they found a part for her in the show because she auditioned for Rory and they were like, you're not right, right for this. Imagine her as Rory. I mean, I could because... She, Imagine her having a kiss, She's Dean. such a good actress, though, because when you see her in other things, she's truly nothing. It's like, it's almost hard because it's like, you're nothing like Paris. And I'm like, but you're yeah. supposed to be. And I mean, just always shout out to her bathroom breakdown in the revival, kicking the door closed after CC's Tristan. Um, and we will be reporting back and it'll be solely on Tristan at a future date. Mm-hmm. Um, Just a deep dive into So before Tristan. we close out, I want to do two things. Opinions that have changed since you rewatched the show. What's one What's one big opinion as you've circled back over the years? One thing that I really took note of in my latest rewatch, because like I said, there are times when I skip episodes or whatever, and this time I'm doing like a full-blown rewatch, is I'm really noticing, like we discussed earlier, the jealousy between Lorelai and Rory when it comes to her parents and also really feeling the weight of, like, Rory loving that world. Like, that elitist, like, rich golf club type of world and Lorelai just being like, what the fuck? One thing I want you to also note as you watch further is notice that after their big fights their relationship really never comes back. It cha- it gets chipped away each time and just note how they almost never get back to where they are, even maybe towards the end of the revival. It's, um... I don't think people give the nuances in Gilmore Girls credit. And, and also, and mm-hmm. I want to say this just in general about shows that tend to focus about women and that are written by women, but also ones that are... Although Sex and the City was primarily written by women, even if Michael Patrick King was the head writer. I think that there is a lack of credibility given to the writing as if the choices aren't intentional. Like, Mm -hmm. that somehow Rory making bad decisions was like bad writing, rather than us exploring the mistakes a young person makes. Or, Mm -hmm. why aren't they talking? Or why does the scene feel off? It's meant to. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so I just always want us to like, I think we watch things created by men like Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. and House of whatever the fuck you're watching. And where we parse apart the choices and give credence mm-hmm. to the writing and the directing. And we don't always provide the same level of that. And I've said it before. Mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls is the one show that reminds me of reading a book each time you go back to it, it's richer, it's deeper, and you can find it new is. things. And every single time. And so, just um, we need to give credit to Amy Sherman Palladino and I guess our husband Daniel, and, but really Amy. But really, just for Amy. And the thing too is like I love that it you watch it at different points in your life, and you might feel differently. You might take things away from certain, you know, parts of the show. Like I, I remember the part where. Jess and Luke, you know, 
they really come together again. Oh, it's like, so moving. Just like acknowledge it's so and moving. And then how great they are in the revival is such a like nice warm it that gives you that warm yeah. hug feeling that Gilmore Girls always does. It's yeah. Then as we close out and that. end which was supposed to be ten minutes <laughs> has been an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just run through the girls. Who do you think they are? We've got Paris. We've got okay. Rory. We've got Lorelai. We've got Emily. Mm-hmm. And we've got our four Sex in the City girls to bring it back to them. Who's the Carrie? Okay. I think Rory is the Absolutely. Carrie. A little dizzy. Who's the Samantha? I would say Emily. Emily? Emily's the Charlotte. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. So, I don't know. Maybe Paris? Because she's always talking about Paris is definitely Samantha. Once she got it in with Jamie, I think it was was Brazilian wide. Let's say that. It was. She was getting Taking it back to last week. Yes. For the viewers. Ten minutes for us. So, you think Lorelai is a Miranda? Absolutely. Wordy in her head. Thinking through everything. Loves trash. Trying to be, trying to kind of be cool, but awkward as all hell. Remember when she, Miranda would absolutely wink at someone and then fall over the table like Lorelai did to Luke. I love that Uh, scene. Yeah. So it's just like we haven't seen Lorelai in her Rambo era yet. And if we got a revival, I want Lorelai craving her some Che. Could you imagine if Che Diaz just rolled through Stars Hollow? I like doing like a sta- doing a comedy doing a show comedy show talking about everyone should be you. Kirk gets really enthused. Taylor like signed, has a petition to like kick her out, <laughs> kick them yeah, out. Yeah, Che Diaz. That if we have a revival, I want Che Diaz um, on the call sheet. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I didn't really write an ending for this, so we'll just see you next week when the girls are back in New York. Um, I don't know what episode's happening, and frankly, I don't really remember what happens in the second half of the the kind of last final bit of episodes of Sex and the City season three. Hmm. What? I want to say she gets robbed. Yeah, Miranda gets braces. Does Richard show up? No, he's next season. Charlotte's going to go to the country, I think. And then we're going to see Trey shirtless. I think. Well, we'll discover it with you guys right back here on Shortcomings. Bye. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. A Huda Media Production.